0: Hey, and welcome to Heated Waves. I'm your boy, Mr. Bradstone. I'm here with the one, the only, T-Ball at Bat. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Exciting,
1: exciting. Yep. uh, A
0: little pissed off. A lot of emotions going on. Um, We're here to, of course, talk about the Saints and Rams controversy and the Pats and Chiefs controversial game. Our take on those games, um, T-Ball, let's go right to you. Jump right off the bat and go to the Rams at Saints. Give them some insight, stats, and then...
1: Yeah, this is, uh, I think, one one of the most controversial games, um, I think, ever in history. Um, I don't think we've ever seen a game like this. I mean, it started off real good. Um, Saints came out first with the three points early in that first quarter. Um, And then (laughs) the Rams kind of started off wrong on the very first drive. Golf throws his one and only pick of the game, but um, it was basically one of those games like we talked about last week where Breeze did exactly what I said he'd do, what you said he'd do. He, He moved the ball down the field in the air. Um, they didn't really have a whole lot going on the ground there. No, I seen that. Um, both teams were kind of neither one of them had anything going. I think it was 78
0: rushing yards to a 50-something rushing yards between the two teams, and Todd
1: Gurley had four carries. Yeah, I mean Jared Goff went 25 for 40 on 297 yards, one touchdown. Um, it really and an interception. Yeah, it was really just one of those crazy games. So basically it came down um the rams in the fourth tied up at 20 late in that quarter a couple plays later uh the saints get it inside the rams 20 yard line They're third and 10 uh pass to the right side and the play that we all have been talking about everybody since it happened was uh to lewis over there and boom big old cheap shot by roby coleman Um, yeah uh
0: Sorry to cut you off, but he did say when in, asked in an interview, he did say, Yeah, man, I, I uh, that was past interference. I, I, I thought I got beat, so I had to make a play to stop him, and that's why I hit him. He's like, I, I wasn't doing I didn't think that they wouldn't call me. He's like, I, As soon as I got up, there was a ref there, and I thought he was gonna call me for it.
1: Yeah, he definitely, we, I mean, there was definitely a tent that he got beat, he definitely did, and he knew he got beat. Um, he was in desperation it was kind of a cheap shot i did say cheap shot but he was it's not like he was really doing it on purpose he was just trying to put some contact on him so he didn't get that ball right because he if he gives that up the whole big controversy he's gonna catch that ball most likely and he's gonna get that first down either a first down or touchdown and in the
0: ball game right there
1: yeah um he was literally right at the line um and you know that changes a whole lot because what that does, if they do, even if they do catch that ball, that's a first down, and it's they're in a goal situation, first and goal, and, and they're winning. Yeah, and the pass interference comes, and obviously there's a flag because, like we said, he had the intent that he got beat. Yep. And then what happens? No flag comes, and it's this whole situation now to where. You're like, okay, so that's either way, no matter how you look at it, there should be some some kind of weird thing going on. Because, like I said, we catch that ball, it's first down. If the flag comes, it's first down. So what happens? The Saints are definitely scoring when it's that close. They're inside at least the five. The field goal. They're definitely scoring when at they're least inside the, field the five. Goal. Yeah, just ridiculous. My thing is is, how is there
0: no call at all of any sort? That's what I'm not understanding. Like... Do you, does that ref actually believe in his heart and soul that that was not a pass interference, or is it that it happened so fast and he was at the wrong angle? And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to give him a benefit of a doubt either way. And he just didn't see it and was just like, if I if I call it now, then I look stupid and I was wrong. And you know, my judgment call and it goes back to kind of how we were talking about.
1: No, what it should have happened is, was, replays. you know, the ref should have got together and been like, yeah, what'd you see? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like was they cheap normally shot do. like, yeah. And then he throws the flag once they've decided on it, and that's what fuck happens. Obviously, some of the other refs are like, oh, I saw that, and they're not throwing a flag. But, you know, that draws up a lot of suspicion, too. The refs are kind of in a position where they almost have something going on behind the scenes with Roger Goodell, and they want to make sure he makes his money. Because I'm pretty sure if that's the lottery football stays on, the more money you make so that's why both both of these games also went into overtime big reason why both for of these the games for the first time ever
0: in AFC and NFC championship history this is the only time both of those games have went into overtime ever
1: yeah don't you find that a little funny I more do. football also means more money that's more Absolutely. commercials more they revenue. got to show yeah and plus it makes it more exciting who, who the fuck gets the chance to uh, not see that game that day and they get home and they're like, oh shit, it's overtime. Right. Right oh, as they're oh, walking in the door. More
0: time. Yeah, I get to watch this now. More time, more money. Roger Goodell is... Any way you look at that guy, he's he's creepy, he's wrong, he's sleazy. He's a, he's a cheater. Yeah. In a way. He cheats for the Golden Boy like you've always said, T-Ball. And mark my words, T-Ball's always said this to me since day one. That is the NFL's golden boy, Tom Brady. Yes. They want him and whoever else makes a bunch of money, you know, L.A., like you are saying. I mean, look at him.
1: He's pretty. He's got a hot wife. He He's a nice guy. I mean, he's a golden boy, dude. But that's
0: what they do. That's The NFL's the most rigged game of football I've ever, ever covered and watched. And we've talked about that in a different podcast episode.
1: Really what it comes down to, like I said, is making that money. So you got this situation to where... Who's got a bigger fan market? The city of Los Angeles or the City of New Orleans? Right. Um. So basically you have the situation to where, okay, LA has a much bigger fan base.
0: And they're and they're popular now. They've been losing all this other time when they were in St. Louis. We we bring them out here. Oh look, now they're winning. Oh, that would be more a better Super Bowl, right? It would get more ratings, right? Than the Saints versus Patriots or Saints versus Chiefs. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, who, Drew Brees, who veteran. Has a, and who has a bigger fan base, Boston right. or Kansas City? Right. That would be definitely Boston. Boston blows Kansas City's fan base out of the water. So it's just one of those situations like, what two teams are going to make us the most money? LA, or, uh, you know, New England Patriots are going to do it yep. then. Because those are the teams we're going to make money with. So yeah, it was a little ridiculous. But after that whole situation... You know, golf puts them in field goal range, Uh, they tie the ball game, goes into overtime, Breeze first drive, unsuccessful, Rams kick a 57-yard field goal to win the football game. With that happening, there's some little information here I'd like to give you. There's actually, um, for anybody who actually delves into the rule books, Rule 17, Section 2, Article 3, actually this rule was quoted by um, a couple of players on the Saints team. Um, who wanted the commissioner to look in? He's been tweeted at a lot about. Not only that, they're staying silent on the uh, situation as well. Not only that, but an actual lawyer has brought this up as well. Filed a lawsuit. Yes, right? I can't
0: remember what the lawyer is, but he's actually a big name lawyer. I don't mean, civil lawsuit of that actual rule. Yeah. That you're so, about to read and let them hear. This is crazy. You have I tha- didn't even know about this.
1: You have thousands of people across the country, possibly thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, maybe oh, yeah. millions of people across the world and across, you know, this this great state uh, this great country of ours watching that game knows that that was a blown call. So back to this rule, which puts a whole other situation, little spin on it. So, the Rule 17, Section 2, Article 3 reads, The the Commissioner's powers under this Section 2 include the imposition of monetary fines and draft choice forfeitures, suspensions of persons involved in unfair acts, and if appropriate, the reversal of a game's result or the rescheduling of a game, either from the beginning or from the point at which the Extraordinary Act occurred, which means Everybody knows that's a blown call. Right. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can make that decision upstairs as well. So, if this rule is in play, why is this rule not being exercised? And then you have Article 1, which states, The commissioner has the sole authority to investigate and take appropriate disciplinary and or corrective measures if any club action, non-participant interference, or calamity occurs in an NFL game, which he deems so extraordinarily unfair or outside the accepted tactics encountered in pro football that such actions has a major effect on the result of the game.
0: Is that exactly what happened?
1: That's exactly in both of these rules here. That's exactly what happened. And why are you keeping it silent? And why are we not seeing, you know, something being said to where I mean, come on. I'm not saying you ha- let's fucking do it. It has to be done. But if this is going to keep happening, something like this needs to come into effect. Obviously, the rule has been there
0: because this has already happened. And this
1: that, is gonna that's gonna what go, happens with rules. This is going to go down in history if they let this stand. This is going to go down in history as one of the dirtiest playoff games, no calls ever in football history. Really? Just, just so. And. I, look, at the most important time of the game, at <laughs> the most cruel, crucial crucial moment of most of those players' lives, because it, it obviously cost the Saints the game. Listen to this: this is the
0: Rams' return to the Super Bowl since two thousand one with that memorable game against the fucking Titans Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, that's the last time they were there. It's two thousand one, so I mean, that's that's big for the Rams. But the Rams just did not earn this game. The Rams' defense was not as good as it should have been. Um the run game, or the run defense was amazing. They could not do nothing with Mark Ingram or, you know, Kamara at all running the ball. But Kamara led the team in receiving yards, of course, which kind of blew me away over yeah. Mike Thomas. to kind of shut Mike Thomas down.
1: But, you know, it was kind of crazy. I mean, Drew Brees was 26 for 40. Um, I mean... With two touchdowns, it was kind of surprising that they even held him to that low of amount of completions. I mean, that's really, what, like a 60% completion rating there?
0: It's a little over.
1: Yeah, so it's not the regular 74.4 that I thought it would be. I mean, I said, you know, you got to watch a guy that throws basically 75% of his passes, and they held him to mid-60s. He had a pick, um, but yeah... Mark Ingram and, you know, Alan, especially Alan Kamara, he was putting in a lot of work there. Had a hundred, um... Maybe 120 total yards yeah, of like scrimmage, 80
0: receiving yards. Like I said, he led the team there.
1: Yeah, he actually had 96 on 11 ha- receptions. But
0: well, how heartbreaking is this for not only Saints fans? Because I can't even imagine. Oh, wait, did did you talk tell them about the petition that was signed? And how many signatures there were for this already?
1: Yeah, as of two days ago, there was a petition signed that had over 600,000 signatures. To basically get the um, that rule instated to the, get it going, yeah, to basically maybe sway the NFL to um, you know change their minds and make them replay the game, because um, again, like we said, you know it's this game is going to be remembered for generations come. You're going to hear our our grandkids talking about. Oh, did you know back in the Super Bowl, uh, or back in the uh, NFC AFC Championship, both teams went, or both teams just so happened to go to overtime, and then the Rams Saints game, that guy takes that cheap shot on that Saints receiver. It should have been def- not only defenseless receiver. Right. Targeting. It should have been a helmet-to-helmet and a pass interference. Right. Three possible flags that should have been called. And no, that's... See, that's that's going to be how that game's going to go down.
0: It has to be rigged in a way, and you guys can sit there at home and laugh about us talking about this rigged stuff, but you really need to dig into the whole rigged NFL things, and you'll see a lot of this stuff. But what I'm going towards is the fact that what you just said, there should have been three or four penalties, and not one of these, what, six refs that are out there, Seen this or any of this. So you're telling me six blind mice are out there right now running around, you know, reffing a game. And none of them made this call. None of them did that. And you're telling me there's no possible reason that this could be rigged at all. There's no way somebody, you know, paid somebody or whatever it was to get this one to go this way. Maybe Roger Goodell straight came down there and was like, hey, if you guys don't fucking sway this game towards them, and I don't care what time of the game it is, just do it. You're fucking gone.
1: Yeah. I mean... You know, a lot of people are going to also, I mean, that's a definitely a good point, and that seems like a logical answer, but you're going to have a lot of people out there that going to go, well, why wasn't uh, New Orleans able to put up an extra touchdown or an extra field goal in that second quarter when the Rams put up 10 um, to make it a three-point ball game going into halftime? Um, you know, you got gotta got a guy like MVP status and Drew Brees. Um, you know, he's got to put on the board every opportunity. What if the NFL actually does listen? And I mean, since that's a rule,
0: don't you kind of have to live by your rules? You can't just break your rules, right, Roger Goodell? You have to overturn this and let them resume from whatever it was like a minute and a half left in this game. What if they did?
1: Well, it's what not if they. Did? It's not so much that he has to; it's a so much he has the power to do. Then let's so. get it's whether out. or not he he does or that's doesn't. true,
0: true. But I'm saying, what happens? Wouldn't that be fucking nuts, though, if they did? Oh if he's yeah. He's like, you know what? Okay because he's receiving death threats and oh yeah they got millions and millions upon signatures to do this I mean they got lawyers involved in this shit you know the whole country and, and they end house, up getting yeah. him scared into it and to do it and, they, and, and what happened what do we always say in sports the ball never lies right and what if the Saints go out there and just whoop that ass and take that win and it's like see they fucking should be in the Super Bowl just like that just proves right there cuz the ball never
1: lies. Well, you can also make another case that going into overtime is technically 0-0. Right. And then, you know, the New Orleans Saints come out and on their first drive, they're unable to put anything together. Um and then what happens? LA drives down the field for another march. Granted they kick a 57-yard field goal,
0: which is the longest in uh AFC and NFC championship history in a playoff game to win a game
1: yeah it was a long motherfucking ways and he had plenty of distance but he was in a dome
0: so it helps no wind that does help
1: too yeah but i mean you know they beat them they stopped drew Brees on that very first drive kicked their field goal to win pulled a new england patriots and came out of there and are headed to the super bowl 26 23 congratulations to the rams though i mean you got to give it up to them they they got the better of them in overtime and now we're going to see if they're good enough to be the team that shuts down the New England Patriots. I sure hope
0: so. Let's give one positive thing to Drew Brees here out of all this. Because to me, he's the one that's suffering the most from all this, more than anybody. Because he does all the work for that team. Oh, if he's he, not here, he, oh. there's no offense. That's the stat I was going to throw out. Drew Brees has now thrown a touchdown pass to 15 different players this season and slash playoffs, which is the most in NFL history. Different guys That's pretty on your amazing. roster caught a touchdown pass from Drew Brees. Only player to ever do it in history. They throw the ball a lot, so actually. I mean, uh, he is great though. You can't discredit the Rams too much. No, absolutely not. They felt their heart out. They Jared Goff, I didn't think he was that good to stay hand-in-hand hand with Drew Brees offensively, but it does help when you have a really good fucking talented secondary defense and all that good stuff to help you, you Yeah, know, I think them, Cooks
1: had like 107 yards. So. Yeah, hold
0: you, you know, their offense down so Jared Goff can look a little better. Because I'm just not sold on Jared Goff. I'm really not. I think it's because of Todd Gurley there. What if he beats Tom Brady? If he beats Tom Brady, then yeah, but not if his defense beats it's Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Because that's what's been happening all year long. That defense has held teams to a few points, except for that Chiefs game, of course. That was just ridiculous. Yeah. That was one of the few games. But uh, if he does it, if he goes out there and just lights them up, which anybody can, it's football, it's sports. Yes. Yeah. That's a possibility. Then, yes, I think he's a good quarterback. I'll, I'll, I'll give it hands down. He's a good quarterback. And I don't care if it's after one game and it's Super Bowl or whatever game it is. If you come out and you can beat Tom Brady in the biggest game ever, then yeah, you're good to me. Yeah, yeah, I you're good to if, me. I don't care if it's one game, plus, Mister, you know who. You,
1: <laughs> yeah, so.
0: That's us for Heated Waves. Uh, I'm your boy, Mr. Bradstone.
1: I'm your boy, T Ball.